Ready to go. Hey, buddy. Hey, Devin Laird. How are you, you cheeky son of a gun? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me good with that thing, man. This, this whole vector thing's blowing my mind. And, uh, yeah, you, you put the icing on the cake, I think. How you been, man? <laughs> yeah, it was your easy picking right now. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly didn't recognise you at first. Uh, that your your accent was confusing me so much. I didn't yeah, know. It was really good, right? All these trips to Australia have really paid <laughs> off. I have to. I think a bit of New Zealand Kiwi accent came out halfway through it as well, though. So yeah, it wasn't entirely I perfect. I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> but it, it was good. It was, was good. That was done. I think at like that was it. Like. Six or seven in the morning on New Year's Eve day, my my buddy and I just we're like, let's make fun of Blue. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good fun. It's yeah. good. It's good fun. It's I, I put my neck out there, and uh, it deserves to get kicked around at the moment. I think so. Uh, after my Zloty performance, but um, anyway, anyway. Uh, well, it's, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's 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 good. You take those chances, aren't you? Know you know I'm just teasing it, like. Whatever. No, I, I, I'm glad I got the invite back to the bottom, mate. I think um, I know Ev, Evan. I really enjoyed that match with Evan, so I'm happy to I'm happy to kick that man even harder this time. So sounds good. Yeah, well, bottom eight's going to be really interesting this year. Uh, we obviously I'm I'm letting it out slowly because you know the way I plan events is 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 really loose. Yeah. So it, the way it'll go is it'll just build. Basically, from when I start, I, I'm just back from vacation, like really now. Today is like my first day really back. Yep. Uh, and it'll just we'll just build it all the way to the event. Yeah, we're good. Uh, we're good. Well, l- last year, last year's bottom lot eight. Of, lot, of, lot of what? Sorry, broke up a little bit there, but we got we got some interesting new people. Yeah, yeah. It'll be good. I mean, last year's event was yeah. the, was the highlight of the calendar for me, and I thought. It's hard to it's hard to pass up the opportunity to pull it again, even though even though it's a, as you said it's a massive step backwards in my progression, and I've uh, <laughs> I've gotten wor- I've gotten that much well, worse. <laughs> dude, you you were going so good. You were, you you, uh, you won the bottom eight, then you you know, and I know there was a lot of controversy about some of your wins, but you had some nice, really sweet wins. Yeah. Down, uh, down to Dallas, Dallas, Dallas and Mosier. Yeah. yeah. Big, those are really legit names. Anyway, you cut it. Uh, welcome to the WAL. Nice match with Guerra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then. And then Zloty. I, I went one then, too far. One step too well, far. <laughs> hey, listen. When I went when I went over to Poland, I went six and zero too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But you had Dennis Zaplekov. I saw I saw Dennis Zaplekov, and the, I saw the the small version of Dennis, and that man's a monster in any condition. Yeah, so. he's a monster. Big dude. But hey, the yeah. the aside from the jokes, I actually wanted to ask you some questions about um, your opinion on the difference of pulling WAL style, Zloty style, and also then, just to help me get my head back in the game, arm versus hand versus side versus everything fundamentals, my style yeah. as a medium-sized arm wrestler. Um, like To give it some more context, when I went to Zlotty, obviously that was the first tournament that I'd pulled, or first time I put my arm on a table since 
training under Todd. And Todd uh, had no doubt dramatically increased the the conditioning of my inner elbow. Um, so much to the point where I was like feeling like that might have even been my ace. But I went to Zlotty and uh, I I didn't try to be Todd. I tried to be a top roller. I thought, yeah, oh, I've got to be got to get quick wins. So you just go for a top roll. And I never even got my top roll away once. So I got bumped into hooks in the matches that were balanced and I just got belted in the matches where I got belted. Um, and I, I remember sitting there thinking, shit, should I have just committed to a hook and, and driven sideways from the from the start or should I have been me and tried to... Because I didn't want to do my typical squeeze that I do in a, in a super match. I just wanted to get a quick win and didn't happen. What do you reckon? Yeah. Well, I mean, you went against some pretty tough guys, right? So... I mean, it's tough to go in there against the guy uh, who's really, really good and be like, I'm going to get a quick win on him, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's one, it's one thing if you're Andre Pushkar, you know, if, if your strength is really above the field, uh, then yeah, get your quick wins in. But if your strength is even, even with the field, mm. you just, to think about getting a quick pin is just, it's just short-sighted. Yeah. And, yeah, it's probably it's probably not going to work. Um, so you just, I, I think the first thing is a really accurate assessment is required in, in any format, whether it's WL, whether it's PAL, whether it's tournament. Mm. You got to really be able to take a good look at the guy across the table from you, understand who's stronger, and then <laughs> figure out. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I and I enjoy being the weaker man in an arm wrestling match. That's that's. That's one of the reasons I love the sport is because that feeling of not being stronger than your opponent but still beating them is is really awesome and yeah, very rewarding. Yeah, and and it felt that way. It felt it felt that way against Alienkov, my first round right arm match. That he ended up coming second, Alienkov, and he just looked and felt bigger than me. His presence was much bigger. I don't know what he walks around at, but I think it's more than the inflated version of me that was there. Um, um, what? Who else did I? My uh, my next match, the one Latvian I won. Guy. Uh, yeah, the, the Latvian guy, um, Raymond Zantanovic. He felt balanced with me, yeah. but he had he had just better better hand at the start, and so I was denied my top roll that I was looking for again. Then was fighting an uphill battle, and mm-hmm. and the one the round that I did win, which was um, I got lucky. He he was he was pinning me in elbow foul. And then the, the the on the restart, I said, "Well, just commit to a hook." And it, that would have been had that have been a WAL match, it would have like been like a 30 40 second burner because i could feel it was it was stopped and but um yeah it looked pretty tight we didn't get to finish that <laughs> that match which is one yeah. sucky thing about about the rigid rules but uh that's another topic yeah but so i think uh you know um i'll try and give you a pat on the back for the, <laughs> the for the beginning you know kind of try and give you a sandwich yeah you know it's it, the, the great thing that you're doing, like, I'm an old arm wrestler, really. Yeah. Like, uh, I've, been, I've been at it a while, and uh, I, I've, I've tried a lot of things. And I kind of now, for the most part, know what I'm doing. Mm. And I still try and keep my mind open to a lot of things and try and take it in. And I run experiments, and I, I go off path. And... Mm. Um, and uh, 
and, and I see you and you're doing great in that regard. Like you have a really open mind and you've sought out the tutelage of a lot of the most reputable, uh, intelligent guys in the sport, which is really great for you, especially like, what have you got six years in? Six, um, six and a half years. So, yeah. So you're, yeah. Yes, yeah, so you're way ahead of the game in terms of exposure, which is which is fantastic. Mm. Uh, and I think that uh, you know it's probably going to take you years to kind of take all the lessons that you've learned and kind of mature them and mm. dry them out and kind of take what really you can use from all of them. I'll tell you uh, just some general guy because I get to watch you yeah. and I identify a little bit because yep. because I've been there. Um, I'd say there, there's, there's a couple things that you got to watch out for. And all of us are in this sport to some degree because we love strength. We think it's cool to be strong and it is right. It's super <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we fall in love with those gains in the gym and we all do. It's one of the reasons why we are able to get better because we love strength. But there's an interesting thing in arm wrestling, which you kind of have to hold on to to some degree. And, and everything that I say is only partially true. Okay? Mm. There's no mm-hmm. yeah. 100% statement I'm going to give you. Yep. But the statement, the partially true statement, which I'm going to give you, is arm wrestling is very much about attacking weakness. Yeah. yeah. And, it's, and it's less so about where you are strong. Yeah. Less so. Yep. And, and 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 I just know that I am a fan of Todd Hutchins. Okay, mm-hmm. I am. Um, but there are some things that he says, preaches mm-hmm. that I have major objections to. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I have major objection to Todd Hutchings' style is that he preaches excellence and not winning okay. that statement just <laughs> trips me right out yeah yeah, like, yeah okay like yeah. just throws me for some kind of a spin and i'm like like dude what are you talking about there's this strange perception that the sport is like um the sports is only about one thing it's about winning. That's it. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get away from that and be like, I want to win a certain way, you're failing your experiment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and there's this premise floating around in the internet troll <laughs> world slash yeah. um, internet you know, I don't really get it fully where it really comes from. Yeah, there's but a culture there. Some people, yeah, some people feel that it's somehow more macho to win in some ways than others. Mm. While there might maybe flare points and cool points for doing some, you know, good stuff in the sport, at the end of the day, it's about winning. Mm. And you should never, ever get away from that. Uh, and, and so that's my first kind of point with Todd where I'm like, you know, I just, I just want to win. That's, that's my base philosophy. 
I don't really care how it does it. If I can be cool and win, I'm going to do that. <laughs> but I want to win first. Yep. Um, the second thing... And, 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 and you're, t- you're talking about a style of winning in, the, in terms of the arm wrestling. You're not talking about the attitudes that come with being either arrogant or respectful. Are you? You're talking about just the arm wrestling. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, like I think that a lot of people... Like a lot of it has to do with... Um, it goes so far. Like, I mean, you can go way back. Mm. You can go way back, like, when people invented the top roll and half the arm wrestling world freaked out, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, and, and But this is a constant in our sport. It'll never go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People will object to techniques which they're not comfortable with. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And if you stick around long enough, like, different things will come into favor and, and others will go. Mm. Um, but basically you can never let that really affect you. And I feel like, uh, the whole side pressure deal, um, I think, and and look at this, I, I'm biased. Everybody's biased. I feel like side pressure is the last piece of the puzzle, the very last. Mm. Um, and I understand, like, I understand there's a whole shoulder commitment game. Mm -hmm. I get it. And I understand that when you have that shoulder piece locked in, the hand, I mean, yeah, you, do you need it? Mm. You want it, yeah. but do you need well, it? Well, if you can get your shoulder, like I, I understand all that, but I also understand that especially where you are, mm-hmm. like five, six years in the sport, how's your elbow? Is your good? Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's still fun. Good. That's good. <laughs> Most people, by your point in, in, in experience, have already discovered that their elbows get really strong. Yeah. Like normally, somewhere around the four, three to five year point, yep. people start to realize that they just they can just turn mm. and that thing's locked together and they get really strong. Yeah, it inevitably. For for ninety eight percent of the arm wrestling population it, will it, blow. It breaks. Okay? Yeah. yeah. To some degree. To yep. some degree. <clears throat> well, it just carries massive. Um, I, th- I think I was lucky that piece to it. My, the first first flat out four and a half years of me arm wrestling was was no side pressure. It was it was hand control and drag only. Like I said, and that was because of your influence yeah. when you first came out here. You, I I really watched your style and thought, okay, learn to use the hand. And, and so I think my elbow has not done the time that you would think it's done um, at that red line effort. So I think I've got yeah. probably another three, four years before yeah. I maybe hit that point that you talk about. But um, but the, I want to ask you a question, Devin. Well, I think it's probably getting stronger. Yeah. Well, it, it's definitely, I, I feel like, like, I know it's not, when we do, when we talk about what I can do in the gym, I know that my elbow is very conditioned now to, to being able to withstand Side pressure. I, yeah. I think if you make it through that first five, six years and you don't blow it, mm. you might never blow it. Yeah. Well, for, for me, yeah. like you, you mentioned... Making bef- it through you, that first bit, it's a really hard point. You mentioned before about attacking opponent's weaknesses and um, that being the more relevant uh, theory in the in the, the execution of, of tactics on the table. Um and this leads into the next question that I wanted to ask you, um, Todd. The re- one of the reasons I asked Todd to to coach me for 
strength was because I identified him as being one of the people right down a certain end of the spectrum. I, he's got a short, short arm. You are someone who's got a long arm. John's someone who's got a middle-sized arm, an average-sized arm. And I felt that I had good, good experience in long-arm style arm wrestling, um, but I didn't know the technical ins and outs of short-arm arm wrestling very well. Um, and I always feel like if we identify the fundamentals, same fundamentals you always talk about, wrist flexion, pronation, back pressure, and shoulder commitment, um, I always feel like which one of those fundamentals is most valuable to you is often dependent upon the length of your arm. Um, so for you, even though you've won plenty of matches with shoulder line, I feel like you, that isn't your most valuable, where I feel like it just flat out is for Todd because if Todd tries to keep hand against someone like you, it's going to be a bad day every day of the week. Um, even if he is crazy strong in his hand, I still think he's just fighting an uphill battle. So I want to know your opinion on short arm arm wrestling, long arm arm wrestling, and then given that I'm in the middle, do you do you think I need to be... And, and I mean, the short arm arm wrestling from Todd, I feel like just the way that... The same way that you create traps and dead spaces with your hand and technically outmaneuver people, I feel like Todd does that with his back pressure, side pressure combination um, to a degree as well. Do you see that? I have had this discussion with lots of people and I am um, quite locked into the belief that arm wrestling technique is universal. Um, I think that it doesn't matter whether you have a small hand, mm-hmm. um, big hand, long arm. I think that the rules are the same for everybody. Uh, you can find examples of tall dudes who like to hook, can't top roll. You can find examples of really short little dudes mm. who can top roll like crazy, don't have a hook to save their life. Uh, I think that there are actually advantages to being short and having a small hand in the outside spectrum of arm wrestling. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it's as simple as oh, you have these things, you arm wrestle this way. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. I've had the discussion a lot. Um, I think that the way that you move on the table is different. Yes, you have some different assets, obviously. Like when you have a long arm, the dragging of your elbow isn't as important. However, yeah. your ability to come forward is, is, is really amazing when you have a long arm. Um, but when you have a short arm, right, your ability to use an elbow pad is amazing. Like, yeah, because get that the, down pressure the on. Angles work. Yeah, I, like look at the way, look at, look at Gary Goodrich mm-hmm. versus Cleve Dean. Okay, Gary Goodrich top rolls Cleve Dean. Yeah. Okay? Um, tiny little baby hand. Uh, to me, it's about, it's about getting strong, uh, getting strong in these places. And and that's the thing that I was kind of talking about earlier with the weakness, uh, targeting weakness as opposed to, um, focusing where you're strong. 
I think that I, when I watch Todd Hutchings, he is amazingly strong and he's gotten amazingly strong. Um, but I think he focuses a lot on the sexy lifts, mm. like the big numbers, which is cool. I, I love, I like big numbers too. Um, mm. But <laughs> the thing that's going to win you the match might be that stupid 30 pound lift that you increase by like two ounces on yeah, every, yeah, yeah. every couple yeah. months. When I've found myself in positions like Todd in a match, and not, I, I very, very rarely, actually I'll say, Jordan Davis is the only guy, only opponent that I ever face that I deliberately pull like Todd might. And that's because I can't keep my hand against Jordan. Jordan takes my hand away, no matter how much I try to keep it. Um, so I pull like Todd. But everyone else, every time I've ever found myself in a position like Todd, I've found the most valuable fundamentals is a combination of side pressure and pronation even though my wrist is gone still my pronation if i lose my pronation jordan beats me if i keep my pronation i beat jordan basically so yeah i think i think that there's a universal way to arm wrestle uh and that includes floppers pressing yeah that that includes all forms of arm wrestling um there's there's a triangle okay you control the top and you force people into yeah. smaller and smaller regions of operation. Yep. Uh, I think this is just universal, universal technique. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I like the the evolution of me just going searching for for the short arm mastery because I, I feel like I'd invested so much time in long arm mastery, and then Justin Bishop kicked my ass, even though I felt like I was in a good position. The back in 2017. Don't, I, don't get too wrapped up that you're doing it wrong. When no, no, no. Like I don't think I'm doing it wrong. I just think I'm just, this is just the history of what led my thoughts. The match with Justin was a real changing point for me to say, well, I couldn't have got any more hand control at that time. I didn't have fundamental strengths in other places. And I, and I, and I went out to try to fill them. Um, and since then, I felt like my power go from a top roll into a high hook into a defensive hook, and and just now I'm starting to bring out a press. I remember, I even remember you hearing you say everyone discovers their press someday. But I felt my power filling those gaps, and I feel like I'm almost yeah. a complete arm wrestler now in terms of where I'm conditioned. But um, and I guess it was as as I approached those lower regions of technique, I, that's when I reached out to Todd and was like, I want to, I want to really feel and and uh, develop that as well. So, and I think that that's fantastic. I I poke fun because I like <laughs> to poke fun at Todd a little bit, and you know, look at boil it right down. There's no taking away that Todd Hutchins is one of the best arm wrestlers on the planet. Okay, yeah, and he's found stuff that is. Uh, look, at, he arm wrestles great, and he has found uh, things that are unique to him. Mm. Uh, you know, he, the thing that, to me, determines a great arm wrestler is they have an ability to move both in and out from where they get stuck. Yeah. You know? So, Todd Hutchings, <laughs> he is good at throwing it, just throwing it, mm. right? Mm. And the hand doesn't always come with, but yeah. it doesn't matter because he's, he's stuck to you. And and then the thing that the thing that he can do is he can he can move from there. Mm. I'll tell you, 
Todd actually should come forward a bit more. If Todd could press, he might have beat me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. He, if he had the press, he was in the right position for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Um, when we talk fundamentals of arm wrestling, like I have like a hierarchy like of, of things that I think are super important. Mm. I don't think that. I, like, I feel like 70% of your energy should be spent on cuffing and rolling. I don't care yeah. really what you do, what style you are. Well, that's John's advice, cupping. too. When John, John, when I saw, spoke to John after Zlotty, he said to me, cup and pronation, Ryan. Cup and pronation. Dude. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not complicated. Yeah. It's really not. If you try and make it more complicated than that, you're, mm. you're, you're wasting your energy and you're going down rabbit holes that are – they're, yeah, they're part of the sport, but they're like little mm. pieces. Man, cup and roll, cup and roll, and yeah. and know how to arm wrestle. Yeah, yeah. But your strength, your and that's two different things, right? But you want to get strong, man. Get a stronger cup. Get a get a better pronation. Spend yeah. a little bit of time on rising. Yeah. Spend a little a little bit, like, and don't get crazy with it because it's because yeah. nowadays when we have access to the, the strap, strap the way yeah. we do, <laughs> man, you're locked in. The whole rise game is is very small. Yeah. And cup and roll. Get a little bit of supination in from time to time. So you, if you want to edge in with your shoulder, you can. Work your grip. Because mm. if you want a king's move, <laughs> you're gonna need grip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it, love it or hate it. Don't don't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah. You know. I, I haven't I haven't dropped Get into you. a king's move yet ever in my life, but I I feel I will someday. Um. Well, I just feel like, I, like I'm, I'm currently stronger in an open arm top roll where I'm I'm at about this angle here. If I, I yeah. feel like I get, I, I would get weak momentarily to transition all the way. So I'm Every, not, everybody does. There's yeah. that moment of transition. But yeah. if if you're up against a, a real bull mm. and um, and you have an extra two inches to drag your elbow back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if I face hey, if I matches, you mentioned a real bull. If I face Justin Bishop in WAL and he drives sideways, and I if I have to, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Until and but there, but you can't. You can't. The thing is, is you can't make change, make rules to enforce technical. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just going to cause more problems. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, these things are here to stay, so you might as well get strong in them. <laughs> might as well. Yeah. No, no I'm with you. I'm with, yeah. and I, so for me, the season of training right now, like the, 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 the most valuable thing that I feel like I got from Todd so far is an understanding of how to structure uh, training around the Westside Barbell system and how to uh, yeah. bastardize that to arm wrestling. and. And it's no doubt that I've had an amazing progression in the movements that I was doing specifically under that. So I'm now, and then it's interesting, I've, I've also then listened to a lot of people say table time. Obviously, John was someone who was big on table time. Mindogus Tarasitis, uh, world champ at 75 kilos. He's a once a week table time guy, that's it. Um, and so it was very, I enjoyed listening to him, but... What what I'm thinking at the at the moment I'm I'm in a season where I've said all right I want to I want to focus on some hand again and I want to um, but I still want to keep the framework behind me of Todd's of Todd's structure 
because I know that works so well. But it was interesting how even how you can apply that to table time with one rep max training, with speed training, with just volume training, and and it's I think that yeah, I, I feel like it's if, difficult though, doesn't it? It, it? it does, but I feel like if you combine the principles of Todd's frequency and volume with things like quality table time, like like John or yourself would always talk about, um, I feel like. I feel like that's that's the thing that's got me excited at the moment about the next season of training for me is to use some of Todd's principles in some other more Devin Larratt style ways. <laughs> I look at like I poke a lot of fun. I, the Westside barbell system, I'm sure, is going to get you strong. I just I, I would I would make sure that I was focusing on those real fundamental strengths. And, and, and I don't see the internal stabilization to be like some really big part of that. I don't, it's not in, like, it's not really high up on anything technical that I think should be prioritized. Mm. Yep. That's the only thing that I would say. Yep. That's, that'd be my, one of my only credits. I've heard, I've heard you make mention of me, um, before where you said the only thing I was missing was top end. Um, right. Yeah. Elaborate on that for me. Where's the where where is the top end missing in, in in you when you made that comment? So I would say that um, there there's a thing that separates a lot of guys. Uh, you know, you get some guys out there who are really smart arm wrestlers, really good. Like um, they can get wins on people that they shouldn't beat, who, who are, are stronger than them. Um, and then there comes like this, this like <laughs> level where you're going to get strapped up to a dude. Yeah. And, and, and the game becomes a lot simpler. Yeah. And, and, and a guy who, you know, somewhat knows how to arm wrestle and knows he just got to bend his wrist in super hard and not get turned over, you get locked to a guy, it starts to shrink mm. your technical wiggle room. Yeah. You know? Yep. And, and it comes down to, do you have enough horsepower to fight your way out of that phone booth? Yeah. You know? Um, and that's, that's the top end I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you get tied to RVJ, and it's going to take, like, you may, you may be a, better technical arm wrestler mm. but it's going to take that serious top end and and the place that you need it in cup and roll yeah yeah the most dangerous thing you can have look at it's great to have shoulder commitment that's awesome it's gonna hurt real bad <laughs> it's gonna hurt real bad yeah yeah you you cup do you have superior cup to beat their pronation yeah you have enough pronation to resist their cup match is over yeah, it's over. Yeah, just it's just, done. just like Evan Burgoyne. same way that unfolded. That's right. Yeah, that was cup and pronation. Exactly. Yeah, that's cup and pronation. Yeah, it's 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 the most simple, effective thing that you can do. If you have those two things locked, look okay, at there's lots of people who have tons of success in weird and wacky stuff, mm. but it's fringe and that they're exceptions. You look at. 90% of the arm wrestling greatness out there. These guys are all cupping <laughs> and rolling. And yeah, they've got arms too and shoulders that all connect. 
Yeah. But cup and roll, cup and roll like hard. And, and the beautiful thing about, and you can design programs a million different ways. I haven't spent a lot of time with Westside Barbell. Mm. Uh, and as much as I think that there's probably rules to systems that overlap all sports, uh, I do think that there's a lot of special stuff that goes on in the forearm where you can train it to ridiculous intensities mm. every yeah. day, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. and, and I'm of the belief now that you actually shouldn't train that hard. Uh, ever since I got back from Poland, uh, my, my trip gave me the insight that I'm training way too hard. Yeah. I need to train consistently at an intensity, but, uh, you know, you just consistently work the proper rep range, um, with heavy weight mm. and your graph is, is pretty steep. It's pretty mm. steep. Yeah. Yeah. There's, patience, man. There, like you said, it's a windy path, isn't it? And, uh, you, yeah, want, yeah. you we only get one yeah. go at it, so we can never really reflect back and say, Hey, would I have been better if I did this? We just are what we are and, uh, right. we either get there or we don't. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I think like a nice general rule is always think whatever I do, I get better at. Yeah. Yeah. Very simple. Right. So I think that's a nice rule to follow. Another rule to follow is um, don't hurt yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. should always feel good. Yeah. It should always feel good. Um, the whole pain and no pain, no gain thing, just get that out of your head. Like, no, your body loves you. Mm. It should feel good. So <laughs> uh, do, do what you want to get better at yeah. and feel good while you do it. Yeah, yeah. That that that's 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 an interesting one. I um, Todd has a quote that's quite opposite to that. He'll say, um, "Yeah, pain isn't weakness. Weakness is weakness." Um, so, I, I, don't I, know, I, I I've suffered a lot. I, I, yeah, I've suffered. I've yeah. suffered, and I'll tell you that it, it's my belief that the body is really smart. And if you have your goals like really burned into your body, like if you dream about your goal, like if you're a passionate person, yeah, you don't need like you've got you've got the motivation, and your body, like you you're doing a physical activity, your body's gonna help you more than any conscious thought is gonna. Like when your body is like, eh, Brian, mm. <laughs> I'm not feeling so good anymore. I'd, I'd like a break. Yeah. Don't be that boss who's like, work harder, work hard. No, your body, your body loves you too. Your body has that same goal. Your yeah. body wants to win the medal. Yeah, you've got to. You, you've just got to make patience, sure. Man. I guess yeah, you've got to. You've got to have a firm belief in your goal though for that because it's right. it, it's easy to have. But cra- you do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. I do. If I'm sure. if I'm if I'm running a fat camp, if I'm running a fat camp, or I'm dealing with a bunch <laughs> of people who have got problems and haven't embraced physicality, yeah, I'm going to run them into the ground and I'm going to yeah. make a cute yeah. stuff. But not the same for people who love uh, sports and, you know, are really invested in, you know, self-development. Yeah. It's not the same. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I, I appreciate that for sure, man. Well, well, I, thank you very much for that insight. I think it's, um, I think it's, I think it's kind of where I was headed. Uh, I'm, like I said, I'm still training under Todd in terms of structure for, for the fundamentals of back pressure, side pressure, he's still guiding that. But 
there's a lot of hand cupping pronations coming back in and a lot more table time right now. Um, so I think that uh, I think that uh, the same Ryan in terms of style will always be there. We'll just keep the ball rolling, get stronger or, or in, in every position. <laughs> and WAL must be far people, away. You're, you're going to be you're going to be smarter than all of us. Just keep learning, keep on making mistakes. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Keep on not being the strongest. Not being the strongest person in the room. That was is is a cool thing. I like. I that's why I loved going to Zloty. Is the more times I can be across from someone who genuinely is stronger than me, the more I feel where I need to go next. So, and yeah, I'm happy with where I'm at right now, and I can't wait for the 2020 season. So it's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. The the losing person. Yeah. That's the place. Yeah. Because remember. If you can be stronger and lose, and that's still a cool place to be too, because when you're stronger and lose, that's a trip too. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. Yeah, that that that's a yeah. that's a technical eye opening there, where you're like, "Hang on, what the hell?" That might not happen to you for a bit, but it might happen. Well, Jordan Davis, and, Jordan and Davis is always the guy that does that to me. He's the only one, only one so far that I've ever gripped that I'm certain that I'm stronger than that can still get wins on me, and I'm like, "You cheeky little buck," <laughs> but mm-hmm. he pulls it off. Yeah, he does. He does, but um, yeah. Anyway. Can he still one fifty? Can he still like one sifty five? Yeah, yeah. He pulled at one sixty five and Zlotty, and um, he it was only he he was literally he got elbow fouled out, micro elbow fouls when when he'd won the match. He was that elbow foul out from being in the Adriel. Yeah. Fi- he was in the Adriel final if he didn't get a elbow fouled there. So he was. Yeah, he's really good. He, he's he's the dude that that, that weight for sure in, in Australia. And how old is he now? He's 20, so young, 20, 23, he like? 23. Yeah, heaps yeah, of time. He so <laughs> but he he's been he's been suppressing his weight for a while. Um, four opportunities. Mm-hmm. He really, really, really wants to become a middleweight. Um, and I know that he he him at middleweight, eighty six kilos to to two hundred pounds. Uh, or in that range there, um, I know that he's a bad dude, and he can hang with any of those guys. I, I think once he's, if he's that size, he's yeah, he's fine. It'd be even harder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, man. Well, I'll let you get back to your winter. It's, it's I'm sweating in a tin. I'm sweating <laughs> in a tin shed. April, buddy. <laughs> yeah, man. It's gonna be Don't good. Don't train too hard. None of the rest of the guys are. <laughs> I reckon Evan is. Evan would be this time. He's gonna take it real serious. He wants. He he lost a lot of. He wants to kill you. I think it's gonna. It's gonna be worse for him this time. I've felt him now. I know. I know what his options are, and it's gonna be worse. I. I it's gonna be three times. Him losing twice. <laughs> it's not going to be good for him. He's going to pit himself three times in a row with this one. Uh, and there's, oh nothing, my God. there's nothing he can do to stop it. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, it's going to be good. All right, man. Thank you for the phone call. Really appreciate it. All right, buddy. All right, take care. Hey, remember, work the delts and the pectors. Yeah. <laughs> for hectors. <laughs> All right. See you, brother. <laughs>